Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. As ever, it is amazing to have you here. If this is your first show, if you've listened to all of them, if this is just you know, another one that you've come back to. It's great to have you regardless. Make sure that you are subscribed on whichever podcasting platform you are listening on so that you are notified as soon as a new episode comes out. But otherwise, let's crack on with today's episode. And today I want to talk about something called cloaking affiliate links. And if you are thinking already, oh my God, Verity, this sounds way too technical. I'm clicking off now. Or even Verity, what the heck has this got to do with podcasting? Bear with me because I promise you it's got a lot to do with podcasting. So first of all, let's break down what cloaking affiliate links actually even means. And I think it's probably the easiest way is if I give you an example to start with. So essentially, have you ever been on someone's podcast or their YouTube channel and you see an affiliate link, but it doesn't look like an affiliate link? So for example, if you go into my show notes or if you go on my YouTube channel, what you see is, for example, veritysonggon.com slash riverside. Now, that is actually an affiliate link that goes through to Riverside.fm. However, it doesn't look like a kind of traditional affiliate link. And there's a few different reasons for that. For me personally, I like to have cloaked affiliate links because I feel that in doing so, my affiliate links are on brand. Also because it makes them more memorable, more memorable as somebody who needs to say them and needs to link them, but also more memorable from my listeners' point of view, because it's easier to remember veritysonggon.com slash Riverside than it is to remember myamazingaffiliatelink.com slash 456789 slash P-O-I-L dot utm dot equal sign you get the point you know some crazy url that nobody is going to that nobody's going to remember so from a memorable point of view using cloaked affiliate links or cloaked links for your affiliate links to me just makes so much sense because it's so much easier for me as a host to navigate people to say oh go to this website and then the website link once they put that in it then just diverts through to the relevant affiliate link and i don't need to remember anything more complicated than my url slash whatever it is that i decide to put at the at the end of it so how do i do this because at the beginning of my podcasting journey, I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. And I couldn't figure out for the life of me how people were cloaking their affiliate links. In fact, right at the beginning, I didn't even know that it was called cloaking. I didn't understand redirects since learned a lot about it, but I didn't understand what cloaking URLs meant. So I had to do a lot of research and a lot of searching things out on Google because what I was finding was that whatever I typed into Google, Clearly, I wasn't explaining it right because Google was not giving me the information that I wanted. It took me a long time to find out about cloaking affiliate links and cloaking links in in general until I found, I found, that's not even a word, until I came across and I found this WordPress plugin called Pretty Links. Now, I love Pretty Links. I will say that Pretty Links, you can only use it with WordPress. So if you don't currently have a WordPress website, then that is going to be a little bit of a hold up for you. And also, I really want to say this is so important. 
this episode is not sponsored by Pretty Links. I don't have an affiliate link for Pretty Links. I get absolutely no commission whatsoever or earn any money, anything like that through promoting Pretty Links. I just think that it is an absolutely amazing plugin. There are alternatives out there like Thirsty Links and there's other ones as well, but I just really, really like Pretty Links. So just as a disclaimer, as I said, I'm making no money through promoting them. Just I'm purely putting this episode together so that you can learn how to cloak your own affiliate links, really. So let's take it back a little bit further, even even if you're wondering what is an affiliate link. So affiliate links are those or those are they are special URLs that contain unique identifiers. And essentially, they allow you as a podcast or, you know, anyone else to track and earn a commission on sales or leads generated through your own promotional web, um, your own promotional efforts on your podcast, essentially. And by leveraging those affiliate links, you can monetize your podcast and recommend products, services that you genuinely believe in and earn a passive income through through doing so. Essentially, how an affiliate link works is if I say to you, go and use Riverside, it's absolutely amazing. Go to veritysongon.com slash Riverside. That link will take you through to Riverside, but there will be a little code within that URL. So then if you as a listener go and purchase uh, you know, a plan through Riverside, I will earn a commission for recommending you to them. Absolutely no additional cost to you as the individual who clicked on that link and who, you know, bought into that plan. But I then earn a small commission. That's how affiliate links work. It's a great way of monetizing, of monetizing your podcast. And on that note, I think it's really important to just kind of interject at this point and say or remind everyone that in my view, it's so, so important that you're only ever using affiliate links for products that you own services that you truly believe in that you use yourself or you've used in the past. If you've used it in the past, though, just consider why are you still promoting it? So there are some plugins, there are some services that I have used in the past, but I'm very or I try and be very upfront to say to people, I don't actually use this service anymore. I mean, a lot of it is because maybe I just prefer an interface of a different service or there's a feature that a new service has that a one that I used previously didn't. But I try and be upfront as to why I don't necessarily use a service or a product anymore. But as I said, it's really important that you're only promoting things that you're actually using yourself because otherwise it's just it's not it's not genuine. So as I said, anyway, going back to link cloaking and what it means to cloak your affiliate links. As I was saying, link cloaking is a technique which is used to disguise affiliate links, which makes them more user-friendly. It can make them more trustworthy. And to me, this makes it most important is that it's just, it's on brand. You know, someone can see, oh, it's being relevant. Um, it's being recommended by Verity because it says veritysonggod.com and then whatever it is. Essentially, it involves creating a short and branded link that redirects users to the intended destination without revealing underlying affiliate URL. The other benefit of cloaking your affiliate links is that it can actually improve click-through rates as more people are likely to click on links that aren't overly promotional or overtly promotional or suspicious link, um, suspicious looking. And additionally, link cloaking helps protect commissions by deterring potential commission theft or hijacking. And it just provides better branding opportunities for you as a as a podcaster as well. Sharing really long and ugly links on your podcast can be really off-putting to your audience and may even discourage people from, from clicking on those links. And also it's 
you know, remembering that those links can be really difficult for you to remember and also difficult for your for your listeners to remember. So something which is short and sweet and on brand is so much easier. So this is how a plugin like Pretty Links can really help you. Pretty Links, as I said, is a WordPress plugin that gives you the ability to create these really beautiful, branded and customizable links for your podcast. With the plugin, you basically take control of how your affiliate link looks and makes it visually appealing and memorable and easy to share. And the great thing about that is you can also use relevant words. So then whilst there isn't, you know, the biggest use for SEO, as in it doesn't have the most influence for SEO, there is more of an SEO, you know, element and strategy in there. So getting hold of Pretty Links is so, so super simple. There is a paid for version of Pretty Links, but again, for transparency and honesty, I will tell you, I have never used the paid for version of Pretty Links. I've only ever used the free version. I've never felt the need to upgrade to the paid version either. But getting hold of the plugin is so super simple. When you're on WordPress, you just go through to the plugin section, search for Pretty Links, and then you install it, activate it like you would with any plugin. And then it's got this really, really super simple user-friendly interface that is just, oh, it's just so easy to use. And all you're doing once you've got it set up is you enter the affiliate link and then you type underneath what you want that link to to read as, which is just so, so straightforward. And it really could not be easier. So you just take your affiliate link, you put it in the top and then mine, for example, because my URL is veritysongon.com and then it will come up with a slash and then there's a box next to it. And I just have to type in whatever it is that I want. So if it is for a product or a service, nine times out of 10, I will just include the name of whatever that service or product is at the end, such as Riverside or Summarize or Canva, whatever it is. In fact, I use it with things that aren't even affiliate links. So for example, I'm not an affiliate for Canva anymore because they changed the affiliate programming and how you get into being an an affiliate for Canva. However, because I recommend Canva to so many people, I still have veritysongon.com slash Canva. And that's more just to make the whole searchability process, the whole referral process, even though I get no money for that because I'm not part of the Canva affiliate program, it just makes it easier for me to turn around to listeners and give them that and give them that link. So before we sign off on this episode, I'm just going to give you four quick best tips or best practices for using pretty links effectively. First of all, when you are creating your slugs, so your slug is the bit at the end, um, you know, after the forward slash, make sure that your slug is descriptive. Make sure that it indicates what the link is about and entices your users to click on it. Number two, test different link structures. So figure out what works best for you, whether or not you're going to go for something like veritysongon.com slash offer or veritysongon.com slash recommends or whatever it is going to look like for you. Or if it's just going to be forward slash and then the product or service name, experiment with different structures to see what works best with your audience. 
Number three, track and analyze your links. Pretty Links has got tracking and reporting capabilities. They are pretty basic at the free level. However, they are still there and you can still see who has clicked on your link and then you can figure out who, how many of those clicks go through to actual commissions. Monitor the performance of those links so you can identify patterns and make some really good data-driven decisions when it comes to optimizing your affiliate marketing strategy. And number four is promote your links strategically. Integrate your affiliate links naturally within your podcast episodes, within your show notes, blog posts that complement your show and provide valuable context and recommendations to your audience, ensuring that the links align with their interests and needs. Now, a couple of points that you need to remember about using affiliate links in your show, in your website, for example. First of all, there are some programs that do not let you cloak affiliate links at all. Amazon is one of them. Amazon um, Amazon is very, very strict in their terms and conditions that they want the links to be very obvious that it is directing to Amazon and very obvious that it is an affiliate link. So you need to really make sure that you are not cloaking affiliate links to Amazon because that goes directly against their terms and conditions. And they do penalize if they find out that people are doing that. The second thing to remember is any affiliate links that you are including anywhere that's published, particularly on your website, is you do need to have some kind of disclaimer explaining that you are using affiliate links and what that actually means. And that includes a link through to your privacy policy. If you want me to do more of an episode around using affiliate links and the more technical and I don't want to say legal ways, but, you know, the kind of terms and conditions, the things that you have to do to be using affiliate links legally, then do let me know and I can do a extra episode on that. But otherwise, I think that using affiliate links is an amazing, amazing way to monetize your podcast. It's a very easy way to monetize your podcast and it's a monetization strategy that you can get started with literally from episode one of your podcast starting. And it's a great way to generate passive income from your podcast as well. But using something like Pretty Links to cloak your affiliate links and make them really memorable and on brand is absolutely terrific. As I said, I just think it's such an amazing, um, such an amazing tool that you can be using. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode as ever. I'm Verity. If you found this useful, please connect with me. Twitter, X is where I hang out the most, at Verity Songon. It'd be great for you to connect over there. And otherwise, I will see you next episode.